Magnificent Football Monday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network, which now includes our friends at Stadium, simulcasting us weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Great to be on WatchStadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo, Samsung TV+, Tubi, and more. So we'll be on Stadium for the next two hours, but Ken and I are on for the next three hours here on this magnificent Football Monday. We will get back to our handicap of Week 7 in the NFL. We covered Thursday Night Football at the Saints and the Jaguars to end our number one. If you missed it and you want to check it out, you can find it in podcast form. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts. We'll get to Sunday's games. We'll start with the the Raiders and Bears in Chicago. Just a ridiculous game with quarterback news on both sides. We'll try, we'll hit as many games as we can for week seven in the NFL today on the show. We'll also be joined next hour by the whale capper, our friend Drew Densick, stopping by to give us his favorite looks for week seven in the NFL and his bets for Monday Night Football coming up tonight. Day one of lock misses on the way. Santa Locky, a.k.a. Ken Barkley, is here to tell you how to bet national championship right now in college football. Is Washington worth a look after beating Oregon this past weekend? Uh, Santa will have the answer to that question and more. And in the Power Hour, final hour of the show, we'll give you all our bets for tonight. So that'll be bets of steel in the National Hockey League. That'll be game one of the NLCS with the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. And just to answer everyone's question, we bet the Rangers in game two of the ALCS coming up in about 40 minutes against the the Houston Astros. And side total and props as week six in the NFL wraps up tonight in the City of Angels. Monday Night Football with the Chargers and the Cowboys. But now we get back to our handicap of Week 7 in the NFL with the Raiders and the Bears in Chicago. Uh, So let's see what the point spread is right now at BetMGM. Okay, so we're at a juice three for the road team, the Las Vegas Raiders, who, by the way, following back-to-back wins against the Packers and the Patriots, the Josh McDaniels-led Las Vegas Raiders are 3-3. and I'm not insinuating they're going to the playoffs. I'm just stating the facts. No, 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 not hashtag play. Mm. But uh, but the but the Ra- but the Raiders, for what it's worth, are three and three, and they're a juice three coming up on Sunday on the road at the Chicago Bears. So uh, Raiders three minus fifteen. The total in the game is thirty-seven and a half. Um, I referenced that we had quarterback news on both sides here in this game, and the Justin Fields news has been coming down like throughout the day, like little trickles of information. At first, it was dislocated thumb, and it's going to be like a pain tolerance thing. It looks like Justin Fields has avoided surgery, so won't be out for like a really extended period of time. But Matt Eberflus, Bears head coach, used the word doubtful to describe Justin Fields and him playing this Sunday at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Bears, of course, of course coming off the loss yesterday to Minnesota. Fields gets hurt. The, uh, the Division II quarterback, Tyson Pagent, comes in, loses a fumble. Jordan Hicks runs it back for a touchdown, the deciding play in the Vikings' 19-13 win at Soldier Field over the Bears. So it looks like Chicago will be starting Tyson Pagent coming up on Sunday, barring like them. I don't even know. Peter, I don't know who it would be. But Pagent looks like he'll be the starting quarterback for the Bears with Fields doubtful. And for the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo went to the hospital yesterday with the back injury sustained in the team's eventual win over the New England Patriots. Um, Raiders head coach Josh McDaniel saying, quote, too early to conclude anything about Garoppolo's status coming up for Sunday. I don't know. I think we all kind of know his injury history here. He's not confirmed out. And I think all this information is what we've got right now. My best guess is he doesn't play. And then it would be like Brian Hoyer or uh, AOC, the squad, um, starting for the for the Raiders at the Bears. So kind of a difficult game to try and figure out, obviously, Ken, with quarterback uncertainty on both sides. Juice three for the Raiders on the road at the Bears. Total is now 37 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank, please, on this game. Yeah, and the, the total movement 
is uh, we've already had like a lot today on this game. This was like 40 and a half 40 before the fields stuff came out because we knew Garoppolo maybe, maybe not. But we didn't have like any update on fields kind of looked bad, but you weren't really sure. I've got 40 and a half the total now 37 and a half. I just uh, I think the side and total are both really interesting. They're probably not like, are they interesting if Garoppolo plays like, OK, Garoppolo plays. We know it's Bajent or we know it's not fields, at least. And uh, if it's Garoppolo, I, I think this is probably just like the right number in the game. You have Garoppolo playing with an injury, too, which also means like, do you bet his unders on player props? The guy's so fragile. Like, do you bet his unders on player props? Like, how is this not Josh Jacobs? 43 carries for 97 yards or something like how is it not that in this game? And then for the Bears, like maybe with a week of prep, it'll look a little better than it looked in the closing kind of, uh, you know, drives with Minnesota. It's just like how many points are they scoring in this game? Like, what is a reasonable point projection? If it's if it's Garoppolo, I'm okay with not betting, like, a th- between three and three and a half. Like, I'm okay with that. I think it'll go up if he plays to be more than three. I mean, if the Vikings were going to be three, then, like, the Raiders are definitely Raiders better than the Vikings right now this year. Like, they almost have to be. Uh, with no, the no Jefferson Vikings, I should say. And, uh, and so I think the Raiders will be more than three. I'm okay with all of that and wouldn't try to get ahead of anything. If it's Hoyer or O'Connell, I mean, this is another game. And we saw these really clunky, bad, low-scoring field goal fest games. Like, how how are they how are they getting to 40 in this game? And like, what's the strategy for both teams? And they you think it's Bajent drops back to pass 50 times against Max Crosby? Like that's what's gonna happen? And you think it's you think Josh McDaniels is gonna take every opportunity to try to salt the game away from the first quarter onward? Like, you don't think that's going to happen? I just, the the thing, the only thing about the total that would make me nervous is, like, the Bears' defense hasn't been very good this year. And maybe they, like, I just allow a lot of points to the Raiders almost by accident. Like, explosive plays and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. It's another just, like, dead under, like, Thursday night quarterback kind of look for me in terms of this game. If it's Garoppolo, three, three and a half, sure. If it's someone else something with the bears maybe but i mean like that means you're also betting your money on tyson bajen so i don't know if i have a lot to offer there either um maybe we can at least we won't know for sure but maybe we can try and get ahead of this just have a conversation about it like what we think would happen um and for what it's worth like roshan johnson will likely be back for chicago so have a little more juice in the run game and it looks like it'll be bajen it does not look like fields will play let's say jimmy garoppolo is out when Garoppolo missed a game, like didn't like leave a game, like during the game, when Garoppolo was out for that game against the Chargers, Josh McDaniels went to the rookie out of Purdue, AOC, the squad, the Green New Deal, Aiden O'Connell. Who do you think he McDaniels would start in this game? Hoyer or AOC? Hoyer. Probably. I I agree, like thoroughly. Like they're three and three now. I, and I think, like, for your underlook here, Ken, which I agree with, by the way, I think you would much rather have Hoyer. You know what Hoyer is. Whether, like, maybe, like, O'Connell plays and he's awesome. And, like, he gives you a better accounting for himself than he did against the Chargers. A little more unknown there. If it's going to be Hoyer and Bajent and the total's going to be like this, no way. Like, you joke that maybe the Saints-Jaguars total should be 34. If it's Hoyer-Bajent, like, what should the total actually be in this game? Probably, yeah, probably, like, the same. Because, like, at least, like, the defenses in the other game are better than these two. That's the other thing. Like, That's the fair. Saints and Jags defenses are both better than these defenses. I just, yeah, like, uh, lo- lower than this would be a good place to start. 
and I know it got bet down like three points already. Like I'm not the first one to say this. Everybody was kind of thinking the same way. Like God forbid you have wind in this game too. I, I just and like the 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 profile of the coaches involves. Like I just like you're giving you're giving if if it's like let's say Garoppolo plays, you're giving McDaniel's like he's going into the game knowing he has a huge advantage. What do you think he does in those kind of games? Like, what do you what do you, what do you think this is going to be? <laughs> like, this is he's going to be dying to have Carlson out there kicking forty two yard field goals in in Soldier Field in the wind. He's going to be dying to have that happen. I, yeah, I just I know these are like uh, kind of like obvious takes on two games. Like, oh, backup quarterbacks under very original. Be like, well, make the case for the over then with these setups. Like, yeah, you could have backup quarterbacks against bad defenses and like really bad defenses and like reasonably well coached teams. That's not this. This is a disaster. So yeah, I mean, like, I, I just don't have any news that like no, like that everybody else doesn't already have. Like, I read the same things everybody else reads, so I, I can't, I guess, bet this yet. But it, it would only be the under, and I don't, I, I honestly don't think I could come up with an angle to bet the side if you gave me any combination of anything. All right, so let's say Jimmy Garoppolo's out, and it's confirmed that Justin Fields is out, and let's just say it's Hoyer and Bajent. What's the spread of the game in your opinion? What's like the correct number? Is it three? It's probably this, like three, but you have to pay a lot for Vegas. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think I agree. I think I just agree. I, gu- I guess. Yeah. Really tough. Real, honestly, like a tough game to figure. I, I usually I like games like this. This is almost too much. <laughs> like this is almost usually I like, oh, there's like a lot of interesting news things going on and there's a lot to think about and a lot of stuff that's new being thrown into the mix. I think this is almost like t- this is too much. This for is now. just I, I Maybe, can't like my this hurt, this like hurts my moment. brain to try to process. I'll put it this way. Have a hard time visualizing a high scoring game would be a good way to put it. Are you um ready to live in a world potentially in a world? where the Las Vegas Raiders are four and three after seven games. Like one week from today, we could be living in a world where the Raiders are four and three. Like it's very possible. Like they've actually projected to be likely right now. Their updated win total, I believe is seven and a half. And uh, it was six and a half for a while. And then I think when they won yesterday and went to seven and a half, I'm sure the juice is different in a bunch of places. They win this game. Like you might get eight and a half, maybe. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe like eight and a half juiced way under. And I mean, you can sign me up for the under in that all day once they get through this game. Like I just, how many like kind of shamrock lucky games can we get thrown here? Here's the Patriots at the lowest they've ever been in their like franchise history almost, at least for like the last 30 years. And then like, here's Tyson Bajent. Like, here's how you're getting these wins. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, even know if we're pronouncing his from. name correctly. We talked about Who this cares? before the show. I heard, like, nine different right. announcers say his name nine different ways yesterday. Like, Bajent, Bajent, call him a double Bajent. Tyson, uh, Bajent, man. Double oh seven, the number of points that will be scored by his team. Uh, I just like the, I mean, yeah, they're going to be four and three, but I don't know. Like, what if I told you, if they win this game, and I told you the win total was eight and a half. What would you do? I would uh, knock over women and children to click the button on the under. Right. Maybe that's just what we hope happens. Uh, I. The more I think about it, we'll we'll do more on it tomorrow and over the course of the week. If it's if it's Hoyer, oh man, no, I can't do it. I'm thinking. I think the Raiders might slam them. So we'll see. It's possible. I just are the Raiders going to slam anybody? I mean, I just, you know, uh, they, they, yeah, Tyson, they, they Tyson, had the Tyson, Patriots Vigent, and Matt at home. Eberflus. 
But like they have the Patriots yeah, at home. The Patriots are yeah, running Malik Belichick. Cunningham out there to do stuff. Yeah, it's, it's Belichick and it's Mac. This is Eberflus and Tyson Bajen, to be fair. I I I don't know if I can I mean you you but you say Belichick like it has this reverence. The guy lost like eighty to nothing for back to back weeks. Like that team went in and still made the game close. Like this team I I don't know, man. What this game like breaks my brain, honestly. I think I would just root for a low scoring game. Okay, and uh, I think that's something we should probably bet on as we approach Sunday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Uh, handicapping Week 7 in the NFL with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Uh, another quarterback game for us to discuss. We'll see the Cleveland Browns off one of the most shocking wins of the season. Uh, I know, I think you have like a good amount to say about that, right? The Browns 49ers game from yesterday. Um, but P.J. Walker and the Browns, 1917. Mad-Eye Moody misses at the end, and Cleveland gets a huge win to move to 3-2. and two, And they travel to Indianapolis to face a Colts team stymied by the Jaguars, guarded Gardner Minshew turning the football over a bunch of times. And uh, we don't know who Cleveland's quarterback is going to be in this game. Will Deshaun Watson come back? Is it going to be P.J. Walker for another week? Like, I, I think it's kind of up in the air. And, um, Ken, to me, this looks like an in-between number. Curious your thoughts. With Cleveland, like, close to being a two-point road favorite at Indianapolis, the total is sitting at 39. So pen, pencil, blood, or blank in your early thoughts here on the Browns and the Colts. Obviously, we don't know who Cleveland's starting quarterback is just yet. Everybody enjoying the Week 7 handicap so far, by the way? Here's uh, Lawrence may not play. Garoppolo is probably out. Fields is definitely out. Uh, we don't know if Deshaun Watson's coming back. And the Colts are starting Gardner Minshew because Richardson's already hurt. And wait till we get week to the Giants-Commanders game where we get to have the yeah. Daniel Jones-Tyrod Taylor conversation, which is going to be really fun also. I just, uh, like, really? Like, the, I, like, the, like this, this is what it's come We're in only in week seven. This is what it's come to. I mean, you're, you're right that it's a halfway number. I don't even know what it's halfway between. Like, because the, the markets that we've had for Cleveland have been so distinct so far this year. Like, again, think about it. Like, ton of credit in the market when Deshaun's playing and healthy. Rated as, like, not the best team in the league, but, like, a maybe a second-tier kind of a team this year. A team that was, like, 10 win total, likely to make the playoffs. That carries a big rating with it. And then you get the Niners game last week, and the Niners are, like, the best team in the league, sure. But, like, nine and a half on the road is, like, a comical, like, extreme gap between two teams. And because it was like, well, it's PJ Walker. Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in the game? And uh, so I don't, I think we have really bad ideas about like what even the tent pole t point spreads are with Watson and Walker again. Now we have like one game of Walker and it was that, whatever that was. And then, and they won. And then we have like the Watson stuff, but he's going to be hurt. So like, I don't even, I have a terrible idea about what the two spreads would be with one guy or the other. So like, sure, we're halfway, but I don't know what we're halfway between. Is this another just like dead under game? It's Steichen. They went over again yesterday, by the way. Yeah. And, and went over by like a billion points also. Yeah. Uh, I know because I bet it and I needed it and it was awesome. On the other side, we'll do more on the Browns and Colts. And we've got some breaking news as it concerns the Bills Patriots game Sunday in Foxborough. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.